Welcome to the Shane Lanigans Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gents, and welcome to this fortnight installment of the Shane Lanigans Podcast Artist Edition with Ishana Sumazura. I am, of course, Ishana Sumazura. This is the podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well known, but should be. Today I am joined by Manila-based bedroom pop slash indie R&B artist, Ruru. Ruru has made popular tracks such as It's Okay to Dream and also Another. She recently released two singles, one called Loser and the other called Strange World, both of which I think are amazing, so you should all make sure that you check them out. After, of course, watching or listening to this episode of the podcast, please all welcome Ruru to the Shane Anigans Podcast, Artist Edition. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, this fortnight's episode of the Shane Anigans Podcast, Artist Edition, with Shana Sumazura. I am, of course, Shana Sumazura, and today I am joined by Ruru. Let's go, let's Hello. go. Let's go. All right, so, um, yeah, how's it going, Ruru? I'm good, you know, the usual quarantine, <laughs> pandemic stuff. Yeah, what's the situation like in the Philippines? Because um, I know that it, yeah, it's it's pretty serious here, but, you know, the Philippines, I don't know what it's like over there at all. I think it's the same, only that I feel like people in other countries have more freedom than we do, like, like I like oftentimes when I look at Instagram stories of you know my friends abroad, it's like they're going out, but you know obviously wearing masks and stuff. But here it's like we're just inside. It's <laughs> Wait, so, so yeah. you literally don't leave the house at all? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's insane! Like literally, because yeah. <laughs> I've been seeing people like people even in this country, you know, leaving their houses, going to the shops, and all of that, doing all that. Um, it's just that they have to have the masks on. Is the yeah. wait? You are in the Philippines right now, right? Yes, I don't want to make yes. assumptions. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy. Cause yeah, here it's. I mean, in the UK, it's pretty relaxed, to be honest. Um, people, people just don't seem to care anymore. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna, like I'd be seeing people in university going to parties and all of that, you know. And it's it. I don't know. I mean, they, they don't seem to care that much. Obviously, myself, I'm responsible, you know. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Yeah. Um, okay, so, of course, we always start each episode off with a joke, because, I mean, I know that you've definitely, <laughs> absolutely listened to um, the podcast before. <laughs> All right, so let's just start um, with the joke. A man drives a train in Bulgaria. One day he falls asleep and runs over someone walking on the tracks. Well, his case goes to court and he gets the death sentence for murder. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Your face right now. I was reading this. It's not a very happy joke, but it's it's funny. Don't worry, it's funny. Uh, okay, so he's on death row. The executioner approaches him. What would you like to eat as your last meal? I would like a banana, please. Executioner thinks it's weird, but shrugs and gives him a banana. Guy eats his banana, waits a while, gets strapped to the electric chair. When they flip the switch, nothing happens. In Bulgaria, such an act of divine intervention means you get released. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, a few months go by, the train driver has been working for a new company. Well, old habits die hard, he falls asleep again, killing two people this time. Aww. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be smiling. <laughs> <I> should... <laughs> 
Okay, um, the court has no patience for recklessness, so he ends up on death row again. After a while, the same executioner from last time approaches him. You again? What do you want this time for his last meal? Two bananas, please. Executioner shrugs, hands him two bananas. A bit weird, but whatever. There's no way he can cheat death twice. But when they flip the switch, nothing happens again. The train driver walks a second time. Some time passes, and the executioner is very busy. And another few months, the same dude shows up. Apparently having run over three people with the train. Exacerbated, the executioner approaches him for the third time. Let me guess, three bananas? Actually, yes. How did you know? Too bad. This has gone on long enough. No more bananas. Today, you fry. So the train driver gets strapped into the electric chair with no last meal. First of all, that's one of my <laughs> that's one of my biggest fears, dying while hungry, you know? I don't want that <laughs> if that happens to me, I'ma haunt everyone involved for the rest of humanity, cause I just the idea of dying with an unsatisfied stomach for me, that's I don't know about you, but food's a big deal to me. But anyway, let's let's get on with the joke. So the train driver gets strapped into the chair with no last meal. When they flip the switch, nothing happens again. I don't get it, says the executioner. I didn't let you eat any bananas. It's not the bananas, sighed the prisoner. I'm just a very bad conductor. Madam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that took you a minute. That took you a minute. Oh, I was like... Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's just get right into the questions then. So, actually, are we going by Denise or Ruru for the podcast? Uh, we can go by Denise. Denise, okay, cool. Um, actually, you've mentioned before like um, where the name Ruru came from, but you know, just for the listeners... Where did the name Ruru come from, Denise? Um, it's actually my second name, so it's like a shortened version of my second name, which is Ruiza. Ah, right. And yeah, yeah so Ru, Ru, Ruru. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. um, did you did you come up with that yourself, or was it like you know? I I came up with Ru as my name going into college, and then people just thought that one syllable was too short, so they added another syllable and called me Ru. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I never really got given nicknames by my friends. I mean, <laughs> like by my parents. Yeah. But any anyway, let's just get into the que- questions. Um. So, what what color would you say your music is, um, Denise? Did you say color? Yeah, color. What if it had to be a color, like all of the music you've made, what color would it be? Oh my gosh, it's, I've never thought of that. <laughs> hmm. Should should it only be one, or can it be like? A I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could have a bunch. One. Yeah. A bunch. Okay. I think it would be like orange. Lavender and teal. That's interesting. Orange, lavender, and teal. Because I know that a lot of people um, from your this cluster of genres would say that it's, you know, would say that bedroom pop is like kind of like a purplish color. What what genre would you say you are actually? 
it's so hard. It's so hard to answer that. I think, you know, for the ones who listen to me, they would um, categorize me as bedroom pop, but I. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. So I guess we're gonna go with that because it's so. I don't. Know, I feel like I'm not good at like putting myself in, into I'm like one. Yeah. Yeah, one concrete thing. Yeah, I get that. Like, I mean. I've seen people say R&B for you, pop, and stuff like that. You know, it's... I, I mean, in this day and age, it's sort of like a fluid kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, people's genres. I mean, so many artists don't fall into a certain genre when you look at their entire discography. That's and, true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, get, I guess you'd fall into that as well. Um, okay, I'm going to ask about homeschooling, because I know that you are homeschooled. <laughs> So, what was that like? Did you enjoy being homeschooled yourself, or um, was uh, yeah? What what was that like? It it's fun. It was fun, I guess. Like, cause I'm an extrovert, so like during during high school, I wouldn't say it was like I wouldn't say that I didn't have complaints. Like in grade school. It was fine because I because I, I was homeschooled for 10 years so grade school and high school so like when I was a kid obviously like I didn't have a choice and I didn't have my own mind yet or a yeah. mind that really wanted to explore and stuff but in high school I kind of you know wanted to go you know into conventional school but I guess it really helped me in like looking long term wise because Everything that I do now um, kind of stemmed back to the, the like how I actually spent my time in homeschool because it's funny because it's actually very hard to study in homeschool. So most of the time it yeah. was just me slacking off, and the time I spent slacking off was making music. So I'm doing that now. Yeah, I get you. Maybe maybe that was your parents' plan the whole time. Maybe they were like, they saw it, like they had a vision or something when you were younger, and they were like, this girl Denise is gonna be a a, a bedroom pop superstar when she grows oh up. So goodness. we need to <laughs> so we need to make her homeschooled. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, would you homeschool your kids? Like, what? How did that affect you, like, with your friends and your actual relationship? Because I've met quite a few homeschooled kids, right? And yeah some of them are pretty okay, awkward like, i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no that's true so, like yeah i only i in college i had one homeschool friend and like we were like it it was natural that like you know we became close because oh you're homeschooled i'm homeschooled i don't understand anybody like when they talk about you know conventional school stuff but then like when we meet other, like, even me, when I meet other homeschoolers, I'm like, oh, this person is, like, I don't know, like, it's just different. Yeah, but I guess no. it, really, it really depends, because, you know, I don't know, like, because you're technically raised by your home environment, and not everyone's home environment is, you know, great, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, um, okay, so you've mentioned, um, being influenced and inspired by chairlift and star effort i mean personally i don't swear <laughs> you can swear though um i just avoid it but yeah um you've mentioned those two being inspirations and um yeah people who inspire you so which artist or artists 
fruit um plural would you like to perform with live the most that's difficult <laughs> um i think like i'd love to be in a lineup with sandy alex g just because like i'm such i'm such a big fan yeah that's mine Do- I've ne- I've never heard of them. So what what kind of okay. music do they make? Um, I oh that's I'm so bad at like genre. So I think like <laughs> it's kind of like like alternative. Ah, oh, it's so hard to it's so hard to like categorize them, especially because like they like you know how some artists change genre per album. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. But before, when I first heard him, my sister said he was bedroom pop. Then, like back then, this was like 2016, and bedroom yeah. pop at that time wasn't, you know, pink bubblegum. It wasn't like super pop. It was mixed like jangle pop and all yeah. that. And so yeah, before, but I don't know what he is now. <laughs> Maybe I'll Google it. Hold on. Okay, what's um? <laughs> let's say let's let's put it this way, if his music had to be a day like the weather a type of weather on a type of day what would their music be you know i think like like a foggy morning or like like midnight like 3 a.m or 4 a.m or something oh he's one of the oh okay so he makes sad music then is that what it is yes yes it's like sad country folky um sometimes metal sometimes like he screams in the music but then the music is i mean what i love about him is the lyrics like he has a way of writing that's that that's reminiscent of like fiction writing Yeah. And so like he paints like pictures with his words and it's just so like ah like if I could if I could write like anyone I want to write like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Like I see so many talented lyricists nowadays and it's uh yeah. and I envy their talent as <laughs> lyricists, you know. It's um ah uh, man, I just get so jealous sometimes listening to I some know. artists the way they can create an image in your head. Um okay. So You've been in the music scene for a while, especially in the Philippines. But what does the ideal peak of your musical career look like? And um, yeah, when do you ideally see this taking place? I think for me, I guess my goal is to really reach a point of sustainability. Like it's not exactly like oh, like super famous, but more of so that I can. Um, I can sit. I can, you know, go out about my day and not be worried that oh shoot, I have to make another song, to you know, so I could feed myself or something, you know, yeah. like the struggling artist kind of thing. Like oh, I just I, like I'm at that stage, so like I guess that's my goal. That's yeah. cool. Um, okay, so <laughs> I guess when you ideally see this taking place, it's probably as soon as possible. Then I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. Like quarantine has made it so difficult. Like it's just like changed the scene. Like everything now, you know, everything um before, you know, you had like 
gigs, you had shows, you had tours, and that's kind of gone now. So it's limited to just, okay, you have to make more music. You have to churn it out like you're a content farm or something. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, like everyone in the oversaturated market, everybody's like the competition is so high. Everybody's trying to fight to be in a playlist, trying to fight to be, you know, in the spotlight and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I mean, the thing is, music is so much more accessible nowadays. And even, I mean, okay, a bit less accessible to make, but it's still really accessible <laughs> nowadays. And it's easier than ever to um, to make music and get it out there, you know? Like, yeah. I'd be, I'll be looking at um, the fans also like tab on Spotify, right? And there'll be musicians with a million followers or a million monthly listeners who I've never heard of in my entire life. I mean, back 10, 20, even like even 10 years ago, people with a million monthly listeners, they would have been, you know, probably near to the top of the top yeah. of their game, you know. But now people with a million monthly listeners, it's not a shock if people don't really know them. Same on YouTube, actually, as well, you know, and people go viral so quickly nowadays i don't know if you use tiktok yourself but people i don't <laughs> okay um so you do or you don't i have an account but like i don't i don't like i try to steer away from trying to use it to promote myself yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get what you mean yeah um but no i've noticed that on tiktok people will go viral for an hour and yeah. then people forget them <laughs> forget they exist they're like they disappear off the face of the earth forever you know and yeah. unless they can keep on pumping out you know the same quality stuff for a long period of time it's really easy to slip under the surface i'm sorry mm. this sounds <laughs> this must be really bad to hear as an <laughs> as an artist yourself no it's true like i feel like that's a reality that i've actualized <laughs> like well yeah yeah no nah, it's um it's really difficult to to keep above the water, I guess, uh, in the in the not even the music scene, but in every scene nowadays. Uh, okay, so you studied film in um, college or university? I'm not sure what you call it there. What do you call it there? College. College. Okay. Studying so at you, college. Yeah. So you stu- So you. Sorry, have you finished the degree or is it still going on? I finished it. I finished last year. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, what uh, what was the short film you made for your final thesis about then? Because I know that you mentioned that um, once or <laughs> twice. What was, the, what was the premise for that? I think, if I can remember, because I kind of tried to forget. Just kidding. But... <laughs> It's about a boy who wanted to pursue, I think, piano, but then his parents were against it. It's like, you know, your stereotypical Asian or like, I don't know, the, oh, you can't, you can't pursue art kind of thing because it's just not going to make money. I think that's the premise. And like, yeah, oh my gosh, that's, that's all I remember because it's funny because I don't know, thesis was so memorable in a negative way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so, like, I mean, how how long was it? Like, how much work got put into it and all of this stuff, you know? Like, because 
um, in terms of like final theses for things like engineering or law or whatever, you know, people will spend hours just slaving yeah. over this laptop, typing, typing, typing. But for film, it's different, you know. You actually have to get out there and film the stuff, and you know, yeah. deal with scores and uh, and writing and etc. etc. So, what was the what was the process for that like? Um. Well, it we finished it in the span of one month i think or two months if i can remember and like we had to shell out money also me because it was me and my i had a thesis partner helping me so i was kind of more in well no we 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 did the editing together but we had a team shoot it and i think oh yeah we filmed it in three days i think two days three days so yeah it was super the planning super hectic and i don't know it was just I got really, I got really depressed when I, uh, when I made that. So, but yeah, I'm proud of the score because I did the score. Yeah. And yeah. That's actually really cool. Um, okay, let, let's move away from that <laughs> yeah. then. If uh, if that's how you feel about, um, if that's how you feel about it. But, um, what kind of films do you plan on making in the future? Then, have you got many ideas for? Uh, for you know, films that you plan on making are they short films, long films, you know, horror, thriller, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What kind of films are you um, planning on making? I guess, like in the far future, because right now, obviously, my focus is music, and I feel like I'd be able to pursue that like in the far, far, far future if I do reach my goal and I have enough money to do it. I feel like I'd be writing a lot of. Oh my gosh, that's so cliche. Coming of age. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that, and I'm really into dystopian. So, and I was writing a lot of like this, like trying to write, trying emphasis on trying to write dystopian for a lot of my script writing classes. So I guess that probably like short films or something. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I've I've dabbled with writing myself. It didn't get anywhere, but um, <laughs> I have I I have a script. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's fun Maybe to it will do. Get... Yeah, it's fun to do. Um, yeah, the dream is to you know maybe one day film it, but I doubt that's gonna happen. But um, <laughs> so yeah, we just focusing on the podcast for now. <laughs> uh, if that ever takes off, but um, yeah, no, coming of age films are you know I. I feel like they'll always be popular because there's always yeah. going to be a demographic who's um, who needs that in their life, you know? I mean, yeah. I went through a certain stage where I was like 16, maybe 15, I don't know, <laughs> where I was just watching loads of coming-of-age films like yeah. uh, Dazed and Confused, Almost Famous, um, stuff like that, you know? I, I don't know if you've heard of those. But... I've heard <laughs> of those, but I haven't watched it. Oh my gosh, oh. I still have like, a long list of... You have to watch this, you have to watch that as a film student. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine film students must be so pretentious with the, with yeah. the films that they uh, watch, <laughs> like their top film lists and stuff like that. Like, hey, you haven't seen you haven't seen The Godfather, you haven't seen Paul Payton, uh, you even call yourself a film I student. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. I'm, yeah, no, I can imagine. I Honestly, I feel like I couldn't even deal with film school for more than like a week just because of people like that. Like, no, I haven't seen The Godfather. Okay, let me let me go watch a SpongeBob movie again. I'm just I'm trying to enjoy myself. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh. I swear. But um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I feel like I couldn't deal with film school. But um, okay. So your which which of your tracks do you feel like they haven't been appreciated enough? Because you've got quite a few tracks that you've released, right? But um, are there any that you feel like it was a bit disappointing in how it was received and how it, you know you worked really hard on it and you thought that it would actually really get somewhere, but it didn't? So yeah. Mm, I think. I feel like it's too early to say, but I think Strange World, I mean, it's a single and I don't know, I'm just super proud of it. Like, even if people don't appreciate it, like, you know, externally, I guess like inwardly, I'm like, damn, I made that. Like, I'm so proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, obviously like, oh, I wish more people would see it, but I, I'm too broke to pay for people to see it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Like making working really hard on a track and then hardly anyone listens yeah. to it or sees it or appreciates it as much as you know the amount in other words the work not being equal to the appreciation i guess i guess that's what i'm trying to say um okay so a bit of introspection now what drives <laughs> you the most the past the present or the future i asked this on a previous one but i was actually saving it for this episode because um I know that, you know, you were, you, I mean, you just mentioned that you were going to do film in the future, but you're focusing yeah. on music now. And um, yeah, you were like homeschooled in the past and stuff like that. So what drives you the most in terms of, I guess, your goals and your visions, the past, the present or the future? That's so funny you asked that because the song that I mentioned is actually about that. Um, really? I put, yeah, I think there was a caption that I saw, or like a quote, I'm not sure what, that I made or something. I think it it went like, the man, a man looks so much to the future, but I uh, know, a man builds for the future, not knowing that the, the bricks that he, that he uses to build the future are from the past, something like that. Like the, <laughs> you get it? Like, <laughs> So I'm like, trying. I'm, I'm trying really hard. Okay, on. so I'm trying to interpret it. Um, sorry, would you mind repeating that again? <laughs> like, okay, so for example, I have a I have a bunch of Lego blocks, and like I want I want to use it to build my future. So at the present, I'm building the future, but then, but then all I have, well, obviously, like I had the Lego bricks from the past. Because oh my god, it's so hard. Okay, no, no, no. I, I get no. Actually, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's just clicked. Sorry, I kind of. <laughs> I have a bad thing with zoning out when when things are getting explained to me, and I, I need, <laughs> I need to sort it out. But yeah, okay. So using past experiences to um, build your own future, then yeah. I guess yeah. Like, no, that. Yeah. yeah, I I can I can understand that. So I guess you'd say that you're more driven by the past then, I guess, or... Yeah, like, I feel like... Ah, uh, that's so hard, that's so hard to... 
I think I'm driven by the future, but all I know is the past. So I just use my interpretations or my like insights of the past, like oh, like learning from it and um, assessing and retrospecting and bringing it in, bringing it to propel me to the future. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it's like, so it's like with music, like I write about the things I had experienced because I would never be able to write about something that I've never experienced before. So I write about past stuff and that helps me to sort of move on. Like it's a catharsis. Yeah. So it pushes me forward then. So I, so obviously I wouldn't want to stay in the past. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't have anything really insightful or wise to say about that, but I'm not going to act like I do either. I, I get what you mean. Uh, for me personally, I don't know. I feel like I'm more um, driven by the future. I guess um, it's I feel like I have a vision of what I want to achieve you know with all of my goals and stuff like that but I you know I but and that's what influences me most in the decisions I make on a day-to-day -day basis you know and like what I want to do with that day I mean even interviewing you now you know <laughs> going like putting it forward putting it onto the pile of things that i'm doing to achieve my goals um okay yeah so that answers that cool. question yeah <laughs> um i'm trying not to talk about myself too much in these <laughs> podcast episodes nowadays i feel like um i don't know i feel like what frustrates you the most about bedroom pop culture have have you noticed anything that frustrates you a lot about you know certain fan bases in this demographic of or in this genre of music. <laughs> oh my god, the hate train! Just kidding. No, no, no. Hmm. I think the thing is, like, what makes a fan base so strong is that culture that you know that drives other people to hate them. You get me? Like, there's always something. There's always something toxic about the really strong fan bases, but but I guess I'm gonna go general. I think like with I think not only bedroom pop but like toxic fan base culture is like oh, wait, no actually no I I'm, I'm like I'm I'm only thinking of one. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go. Um, wait, let me. Let, no, we can we can name names. Um, I'm about to name a name after after you finished explaining. <laughs> Wait, I'm shy. I want to hear yours first. Okay, um, I was gonna say Tyler the Creator. Like, I want to hear an example. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Tyler the Creator oh, yeah. and um, K-pop. Those are the two that I was probably gonna go with, and probably Frank Ocean as well. After seeing what they did to Drake, at, um, after seeing what they did to Drake at Camp Flognor. Remember when Drake was? I don't know if you you know Camp Flognor, the thing that. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. He. Drake, Drake, the biggest artist in the world, right, was booed off stage, and they were all yeah. screaming, "Where is Frank? Where is Frank?" Like, I get, I get it. Frank Ocean is a really talented guy, but you guys just booed the biggest rapper in the world. I know. I know. That was so what would you do if you were booed off stage, Denise? Like, I don't know what I would. Do. You'd never see me again. I would go. <laughs> I would. I would fake my death and go off to Cuba or something. You know, <laughs> off to that island where Tupac. XXX Temptation and all of those people are because there's, there's no way that I'm ever going to be shown like showing my face in public ever again after that. There's no way because my ego would be way too big to be shattered like that if I'm the biggest artist in the world, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Vance over. Carry on with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I think something like that. I think mine is somewhat similar. Similar, cause, cause okay, okay. This is. Should I really say it? I feel like I'm throwing people under the bus. Oh, uh, it's so difficult. It's okay. So like recently, okay, story time. Um, you're familiar with Boy Pablo, right? Yes. Yeah, I know about. Boy yeah. Okay. So, they held a Minecraft gig, like a Minecraft show. Yeah. Um, I think on their like YouTube channel seven seven seven, and the people who help like host that show are like people from the Philippines. People I know, people from the Philippine music industry, and like they just managed to connect because like there's this new club um, in the Philippines, a Minecraft. Club gig club where they host artists to play on Minecraft, to, you know, to host DJ sets and stuff on Minecraft, and like fans would go online on Minecraft and watch these artists play, and so, yeah. you know, Boy Pablo and his team wanted in on that, so they jumped in the train and you know, the work started happening, and I was part of the lineup, um, with my friend Mellow Fellow. And it was horrible. It was so horrible. And what was bad was the fan base started trashing on the team, when really the team was like, like they were they were blaming it all on the team. They started like super. It's it's just super sad because you know these people worked hard on it, and then they don't like even the even the the team of Boyrolo didn't really. You know, make a statement or anything saying that hey, like it's, um, like you know, it's, it was half our fault. It's half their fault. Instead, they just blamed it on them because they're not really that known, anyways. And so everybody started bashing them, like oh, like they don't know anything, this and that, and this and that. So everyone in the chat, like, because it was in Discord, and so like they didn't really like listen to the other acts anymore. It was just, whereas you know the usual like. Where's Pablo? Like, oh, I, and dude, like, it's it's so cringe because they didn't know it was a DJ set. They didn't even read that it was a DJ set. They thought he was yeah. going to actually play, and I was like, oh my goodness, these, how can they not know that it's a DJ set? Like, hey man, like, cause they're kids, so can't blame them. But, but yeah, that's that's an example. Like, it's really like sheep mentality. I think you can blame them. Were you acting like that when you were when you were younger? I I wasn't acting no. like that. <laughs> I, even I was old enough to know that people's feelings, man. People's feelings. Some people's feelings can yeah. be pretty pretty fragile, you know. I would be hurt if people were yeah. gunning for me like that. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Bruh, cancel boy Pablo twenty twenty. <laughs> like I swear. No. no. <laughs> That's the um, yeah, no, nah, I, I get what you mean. People can be so possessive yeah. and um, uh, and just like defensive over their fan base. People care so much about people who don't even know they exist. Did you see that person who um sent Cardi B eight hundred pounds or eight hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars even for her OnlyFans or something? I don't even know. Just for Cardi B to say, hey. Thanks, something like that. Good for her. Okay, okay, you got noticed by Cardi B. People have been noticed for much less. 
So Actually. what do you what what now? What are you going to do with your life now? That's such an L, honestly. Like what what's the point? You know? People yeah. defending someone who doesn't even know they exist. It's just it's embarrassing <laughs> to see, I think. But um yeah, I mean, do you have anything else that frustrates you about bedroom pop culture or mm, I think this is not specific to bedroom pop, but like I get compared a lot to Claire. Yeah. Even if I'm not trying at all to be like her. Like, it frustrates me because, like, hey, we're two different people. Like, you know, like, she has her own thing. She has her own inspirations. I have my own inspirations. And I always get that, like, on every YouTube comment. And I'm like, how do I make it stop? <laughs> you know? That sucks. But that I guess. Sucks. Hard, but, oh, like, I don't know. Yeah, nah, I would hate that. Yeah. Like, um, I I kind of relate to that. I get compared to, well, I don't get compared. You know, <laughs> people people see you and then they're like, um, oh yeah, you look like, uh, you look like so-and-so, you look like so-and-so. <laughs> you know how many times I get compared to KSI all the time? Just because <sighs> I, just because, just because I like, one, one time, right, a few times on my Instagram, I've worn a do-rag or something. And I don't know, I might post it on a profile on another app or something and they'll be like, Hey KSI, ha, ha, KSI. I don't oh look anything God. like him. What do you mean? It's it's so ridiculous. I mean, do you get that? Do you get your, that yourself? Like you get compared um I mean you said you got compared to Claro, but like other I don't know, other random Asian people who aren't even from the Philippines who just who just yeah. so happen to be Asian, you know. Do you get Asian. that yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like like right. who 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 for you? Who for you, Denise? I think like somebody well look alike yeah like parents okay no i don't i don't think so <laughs> not oh, okay. just music <laughs> yeah no nah, but to be constantly compared to another artist would really frustrate me like i'm my own person i'm just putting out this music you know it's it's for me i guess um yeah so okay so i feel like some a lot of your music right it could, it's just, I don't know if particular songs by themselves stand out a whole lot, but if, in terms of like them all being played together, you know, it's sort of, it's like, so Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, Dark Side of the Moon, for example, you can't just play one song off it. You have to play the whole album, if you get what I mean. I feel like yeah. that's the same thing applies to quite a few of um, your EPs and albums and projects, you know, but two songs that stand out to me are Sleep and Sepanks. So, uh, I don't know. Do you want to just go into like the story behind those two, maybe, or um, I mean, if you if you even remember the story, like if it was that um, uh, if it was that you know effective in your life, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if it yeah. was that like you like, you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, like like. I, w I just want I just want to like hear your thoughts like how like in what way did it stand out? I don't know. I feel like they were more like, I guess catchy. I guess I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like because something mm -hmm. that makes a song really popular is how catchy it is and how how pop influenced it is or whatever. I guess I I don't know. But um yeah, just how I I don't know how to describe it. Just how catchy yeah. it is. I guess. <laughs> I guess that's something that makes the song stand out a lot. Okay, like, I'm trying to remember a bit. Because 
with the EP sleep, I wrote that, if I can remember, I wrote it all in, like, in a short period, like, in a short amount of time. Because, like, you know, some people, when they make a song, like, okay, I write it this year and the next year, you know, write a bunch of songs, and then I get some songs from, like, years ago. But then this EP, I remember writing it, like, I guess, like, in a span of, like, half a year. Because, like, most of the songs on there were, like, one minute, two minutes. And they were just really, like, brain farts in that sense. And, yeah. like, and Sepanks and Sleep, dude, like, Sepanks was, it's funny, because, it's funny, because, like, I'm going to talk about the inspiration, but then this person is cancelled already. <laughs> so, like, so I, I think... I think I was listening to a lot of Cosmo Pike, and I was inspired Wait, by Wait, Cosmo him. Pike got cancelled? Yeah, that's what- yeah, he did! You don't- When? What, what happened to Cosmo Pike? What did he do? Because on Twitter, I think it was on Twitter or it was on Instagram, somebody messaged me saying, it's like, with the- with you know how people like spread, if somebody's cancelled, it's like threads of stories, like witnesses, you know, and yeah. so- and so something like that happened with him, like allegations of, like now he's Cosmo Spike. So oh, he's yeah. yeah, that's a clever yeah. name. That's a I clever know, name. I know. <laughs> I know. And but then back then I was super inspired by him. Like I think somebody shared to me his EP, and I started listening to it, and I was like, wow, like you can do this with the guitar and the drums. I know I can't describe how he does it. But then I, I was able to write a song that was inspired by that. And then I, I made a cover, I made a cover that he noticed, that he commented on my YouTube video. And then I wrote a song after that because I was so inspired. Like, oh my gosh, I was noticed by somebody I'm inspired by. And that was Sleep. <laughs> so that's like, that's, what, that's like, you know, like the story. Yeah, nah, getting noticed by people who inspire you, that's, that's such a good feeling, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but obviously now he's cancelled. I, I didn't even know yeah, this. I'm pretty yeah. sure I contacted him at one point to appear on the podcast. He still hasn't replied yet, but <laughs> oh, okay. it's just as well he didn't then, I guess, because, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now, nah, what's your opinion on the whole cancel culture thing? Because it's so frustrating seeing just how, like, okay, I'm probably going to sound whatever, but it it's kind of frustrating seeing how how sensitive people are nowadays you know i guess in terms of um in terms of i guess jokes that are made and stuff like that like obviously a lot of them are actually inappropriate jokes but some of these things that i see people getting cancelled for aren't actually that bad i don't have any examples but i mean i'm sure that you know you understand what i mean by that yeah i get it like uh it just I feel like it could be liberating for the person, for the victim, especially if it's super valid. Not saying that other people's experience are invalid, but I feel like people have to use their minds. I mean, they really have to think for themselves when it comes to like, like the issue in question. Because I know some stories where people cancel someone because of like something they said like 10 years ago or something like 
and you know, and obviously the person has grown from that. Obviously, the person isn't the same person they were ten years ago, so it doesn't really make sense. I think it's exactly. just really a matter of discernment. Because again, on the internet, there's so many like sheep, like they just like they don't. What's that? What's that word? I think I watched it in like a YouTube. I forgot. No, no, it, I forgot who said it, but it's like people just think like sheep, like they group think. If somebody uh, has an opinion, crowd just... thinking or something like that. I don't yeah. know. I know. I know what you mean. I know what your what word you're looking for, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like they don't want to form their own opinion. They just want to. It's easier to agree or to say, "Yeah, oh my gosh, we hate that person." <laughs> so frustrating to see like just like what what what's stopping you from having your own opinion why can't you um, yeah. like because the thing is like how can you cancel a person for making a joke to any like kevin hart with the oscars even that's something that really frustrated me or the golden globes i can't remember which one it was but him getting cancelled for making a joke 10 years ago that would have been okay 10 years ago how can you say that um how can you can't try to cancel him for that and then um it's also how pick and choose people are with it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, my man Tyler, the creator, he's he's incredibly talented and I respect him for the stuff that he's, you know, brought into the industry. But come on, if he made some of the jokes that he made 10 years ago today, if he of the lyrics that he wrote 10 years ago today, no matter the context, that's his career over. He'd be done for. Yeah. But I guess it's because of, I guess, when people act like um act a certain way and act like if a person doesn't care if they get cancelled it's way more difficult to cancel them i feel like no yeah true because some people use it also for public publicity <laughs> exactly you know like, they just need the story for real i yeah i agree with that um yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've heard of Niga Higa, you know, Ryan Higa. Yes, um, yeah. yes. He, he's, ta- he's talked about it a lot on his podcast. I don't know if you've listened to it off the pill. Oh, he has, a, he has a podcast? He, he had one, then everything just sort of dissolved. I don't know, some allegations about Paco came out. And um, yeah, I, only, I literally only heard about this two days ago as well. But apparently mm-hmm. they came out in like June. But um, I was reading them. I... I know that Paco's a good person, right? These allegations, um, I I skimmed over them. They, I'm not gonna share my view on it, but I know that Paco's a good person at the end of the day. Anyways, yeah, so they've talked about cancel culture a lot and how in the past Ryan made a video called How to Be a Ninja or How to Be Gangster or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And um, he uses that F-A-G word in it. Back yeah. then, that wasn't as um, as controversial as it is today. Much less in Hawaii, where they were when they mm-hmm. recorded it. And the fact that people are trying to cancel him or tried to cancel him over over something like that, just I, I, it's just it's just it's a, it's frustrating to see. I guess you know people having yeah just a single mindset rather than actually thinking for themselves and using context when they uh, when they look over things. Anyway, um, we've, we've digressed a lot. 
um anyway that brings us into the next segment all right would you rather question so as always um we have would you rathers or would you take the deals but today it's would you rathers five would you rathers and um yeah i don't need to explain this i don't think (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i'm sure you've played would you rather before but um yeah so would you rather have people spread a terrible lie about you or have people spread terrible but true tales about you? Hmm. So, I, how terrible on a scale of terrible? Like, like you deserve to go to jail. You, like, how, what? What kind of terrible? Like, terrible, I guess. Oh. I think the second one. The second one, really? Yeah, because I... at least I have to, I can justify it. Like I can be like, yeah. <laughs> you can just shrug your no, shoulders and be yeah. like, "Well, I'm because, Denise." <laughs> yeah, because if it was the first one, it's like. Well, no, actually, the first one, it's like you can still deny it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'd go with the first one because the thing is, I can deny the first one. I can just be like, well, yeah, it's not no, free, yeah. so that's where do true. we go from here, you know? That's and, true. Um, no, I guess, like, it's, that's why I asked, like, how terrible, like, how hard is like, the impact of people yeah. knowing? Like, people's views on you would change if it happened to be true. Okay, then the first one. <laughs> I mean, I noticed first actually one. you've got a blue microphone in the background as well. Um, yes. I, yeah, I, ha- I happen. <laughs> I happen to have a uh, snowball myself. I noticed. Yeah. Um, I don't have a stand for it though. I literally just I, I'm holding it by it, <laughs> by the tripod. Um, I'm not up there yet with the. <laughs> I actually also have this one, the famous one that everyone has. I love the <laughs> Yeti. Yeti. So, yeah, I yeah. love it. Um, which ones do you use to record your music, though? This one. This one's actually dead. Like, but this one I recorded. I think I recorded my first two EPs with this one. With the Blue oh, Yeti. okay. Yeah, and then this one with the recent ones. Yeah, I I just released I just released a track like two days ago, and I got criticism from Reddit. They all told me that I need a new microphone. <laughs> oh my gosh! I honestly, it wasn't even the microphone; it was the vocal effects that I used. So oh. it's yeah, I used a lot of reverb and then um, low pass filters and all of that. You know, I was trying to go for a bedroom pop vibe, kind of like yeah. Jake. Yeah, kind of like Jacob Ogawa, I guess. You know, I don't know if you've heard of yeah. Jacob Ogawa. Yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. that. Apparently, I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. But, um... Okay, so... Next one. Would you rather die before or after your partner? That's that's kind of... That's kind <gasps> of heavy, either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like... Oh, man. It's like dying before is like... You're selfish. You want them to experience pain, and then 
after it's like, oh, you're going to be in pain. You're in yeah, for a I long know. pain. Like, dang. <laughs> oh. Oh. Do you want me to say mine and then, <laughs> and then okay, you can yeah, just say yours, yeah, say then. yours. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to die after, honestly. I think that I could oh probably, I, I feel like I could probably deal with it myself. Then again, I've been hurt and it's not a nice feeling, so <laughs> I don't know. No, same, um, same. Because imagine if I it's young. After. Like, imagine if it's, like, three years after you get married and you're, like, I don't know, like, in your mid-30s or late-20s or whatever, and you've got the rest of your life ahead of you to deal with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could do that, you know? But um, I'm still going with after, obviously. You know, that's some inspiration for music right there. I can't, I can't lose that. <laughs> oh, my but... goodness. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna have to go with after. Gosh. I was gonna say after un until you said, like, whatever it was, like, early in your life, and I'm like... <laughs> no, I think before. I'm before. If, if like... Before. Yeah, I think if, like, if I'm, like, at this age, for example, I think before. But then... Oh, shit. Wait, this is all difficult. But yeah, before, if now. But if like if I'm like old, like sixty or fifty after. Yeah. Yeah, I my opinion hasn't changed. Um okay. <laughs> Oversleep every day for a week or not get any sleep at all for four days. So like what what's the day-to-day -day life of a musician like you like actually do you really do you have a lot of you know things that you have to organize and you know get to get to doing on your daily basis or you know is it just a sort of do as you will kind of thing what's uh what's the day-to-day -day life like it's super do as you will like yeah because okay, like so you know you're not always in the mood to do this a lot like generally I'm not really the type to make a schedule. I'm just okay, whatever I feel like, whenever I feel like it, whatever I feel like. Honestly yeah. same, yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> so okay, I guess it's not really possible for you to oversleep. <laughs> no. Yeah, I Oh, not getting any sleep at all for four days is is pretty heavy. I don't know if I could do that. Um because I'd get bored. But yeah, I'd have to oversleep every day for a week, I think. I mean, I don't I really think, have that yeah. I don't really <laughs> have that many responsibilities at this point. So, um yeah, I'd have to oversleep. But um yeah, okay. Next one. Get trapped in the middle of a food fight or water balloon fight. Food fight? Yeah, a food fight. <gasps> I, have you have you ever experienced one of those before in your life? I've never no, had never. anything like that in my entire life. I only ever see them on like Cartoon Network or stuff like that. You know, <laughs> I've never movies. seen them in real. <laughs> yeah. I think food fight because I've never tried that. Yeah, water fights are fun though. Um, water <laughs> balloon fights are fun. 
Then you, but then you end up like losing all of your water balloons like after two seconds. I know. And you have to go running back to this thing. Meanwhile, some guy with the with a freaking super soaker is just going around I... like blasting, like drowning everyone with this with this massive like machine gun looking thing that he's got. There's always so, there's always someone who has to go way too far, isn't there? There's always someone <laughs> who comes with like a bazooka kind of water gun looking thing, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, he came prepared. He came prepared. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm still going with the water fight because someone, some <laughs> donkey would probably throw, like, I don't know, a can of beans or something. Oh and... my. <laughs> and that would That's just, horrible. that would just ruin the whole thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I've heard of, like, you know, that one in Spain, the tomato one where they just throw tomatoes at each other? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've heard people get that. assaulted. People get assaulted hard in that food fight there. Like, uh, okay, it's... I'm gonna change my answer. <laughs> You're gonna change the. <laughs> because you said that. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's say let's say nothing like that happens. Then I, like, nothing, um, bad like that happens. Are you still going with uh, water fight then? Yes, because I just realized that we shouldn't be wasting food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I okay, I agree with that. Um yeah, food shouldn't be wasted. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Um final would you rather would you rather be forced to live the same day over and over again for a full year or take three years off the end of your life? Three years of the end of my life. Like after the three years, that's it, that's over. Like literally, let's say you um, live until the age of 85. That means that three years are taken off the end, so you end up dying at 82 instead. Or, you know, yeah, basically like that. Dang. I want to hear your answer. I'm, li- I'm living the same day for the for a whole year. I mean, I'm hoping Why? that it would be a chill day because what if I die at the age of 20 or something? I'm 19 right now. That means that There's I always can a twist here, would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, a twist, like, oh, when you're young, like, oh, no. Because, I, I don't know. The, I, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what if, <laughs> what if I just so happen to die young, you know? Like, have you yeah. ever seen Death Note? Have you ever seen Death Note, that anime? I know of it, but I haven't watched an episode. Okay, basically, at one point, um, this isn't really a spoiler, but at one point, you know, these death god kind of people are able to see the date of someone's death. Yeah. And, like, some of them get shook because they're pretty early. What happens if you die? If you die, like, at a young age then what then you just yeah. vanish like you get snapped out of existence you know avengers infinity war i guess yeah i think i'm gonna go with the first one and hoping it's a good day i think yeah. if you can choose the day that would be awesome that would absolutely be amazing because like imagine it's just like Imagine it's a concert or something. You, yeah. know? you get to go to the same concert every day for, yeah. Actually, after ten days, that would probably get a bit boring. But yeah, because you know what the lineup is. Yeah, exactly. But 
but still you get to see the same band every day you get to like i don't know you get to like jump on stage That's and true. with with no future ramifications at all that'd be the That's sickest true. thing ever That's true. um yeah yeah i'm going with the same day over and over again okay so last question you have 10 seconds to speak to the entire population of the planet what do you have to say That was my 10 seconds. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that was your 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, got the clock in the corner. That was the 10 seconds up right there. Congratulations. You, you played yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you have 10 seconds. What, what do you say? Oh my goodness. This is so difficult. Like, I feel like I'd have to have a, a whole day to think about this. Ugh. <laughs> uh. To everyone, everyone will hear it. Like literally seven point however many billion people in the world hear what you have to say. Like verbally, like on a mic, like hey everybody. Like everyone can hear it. It's like you're a voice from the heavens. Dang. <gasps> you can say absolutely anything. <laughs> Yo, yo, check out my new single on Spotify. <laughs> I know, I was thinking that I was saying, like, YouTube, like, like a SoundCloud link yeah. or something, I don't know. 10 seconds. Hmm. This is so difficult. I'm super indecisive. I don't know what to say. It'll probably be, like, like, feedback. Is it on? Dead. Yeah. Oh, Literally. Just end up like, wow, I really get a whole 10 seconds to speak. Oh my goodness, I've got yeah. so much stuff to say. And then the 10 seconds is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh man, that would be, uh, that's like worst nightmare. I, for me, I've, I've asked everyone I've had on the podcast so far this question. And honestly, I'm still going with promoting this podcast, my Instagram, and all of my music everywhere. Like, I don't even care if the music is bad. Someone's going to like it, okay? So people can, my friends can flame me or whatever. My friends can roast me. I don't care. I just promoted my stuff. I just made the biggest advertising advert in the history of yeah. humanity. Yeah. I'll do what I want. But yeah, <laughs> I'm set for life. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, that's that was the last oh. question. Thank you, thank you, Denise, for a bit. Wait, you still didn't you still didn't say <laughs> what you were gonna say for, um, for the ten seconds? I don't know. It's like that's so much power. <sighs> Dang. I mean, like, I probably like because because it's so like overwhelming. I'd probably just say a joke, like the joke you said in the beginning. <laughs> Literally, like, just. You know, who digs it? Yeah. So you what? wouldn't promote your stuff? I'm sorry, that's just so mind-boggling to me that you have all that power and you wouldn't promote yourself, you know? Why? What did other people say? I'm curious. Some people said that they would promote themselves. Some people said be kind to each other, you know, wholesome stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just... This might be the narcissist in me coming out, but yeah, I just... <laughs> It has me shook that people aren't promoting themselves, you know? Yeah, I don't think I would promote myself. I feel like 
I don't know. Like, I don't know why. I maybe oh, it's maybe because like I feel like okay, well, whoever finds it, it's fate, you know, kind of thing. But yeah. if it's fate, also to speak in the clouds to everybody, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, like I don't know. I probably would, you know, on a on a day that I am starving and hungry and really desperate, I'd be like, "Hey guys, stream stream my new track, <laughs> follow me and stuff." But yeah, but but like now I'm like, damn, I think I'm just so indecisive. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, that concludes <laughs> that concludes the list of questions I had. Thank you, Denise, for appearing on the podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, do you have any anything else that you'd like to say before um, before we round off? Oh uh, yeah, thanks for having me. I had fun. <laughs> that, well, you know, thanks for having fun on on the podcast. Um, yeah, okay. I'm gonna. I think this is a good time to conclude the podcast. So, listeners of the Shane Anigans podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay amazing, and I will see you all next time. <laughs>